The following is a presentation of ComedyVoices.com. Hey guys, this is a very special episode of We Know Nothing. What do we do today? Talk to Christine Nanglish? Yeah. Christine Nanglish? Uh, I ate a kind bar in Phil's face because I know how much he likes him and I wanted to make him miserable. Yeah, that was rude. Uh, I, yeah, what? what Sam yeah. really lost it on this one. Sorry Sam had for... a little coughing fit and I got him a cough drop. I feel a lot better. I couldn't, I couldn't, he did bring me a cough drop. That was sweet yeah. to him. So this check is a good it episode. out right now. It was a good one. You need something to get you through the workday? Well, good. Because we've got a place for that. Check out ComedyVoices.com for the comedy podcasts that'll turn your daily grind into a marathon of laughs. Stand Up Labs and UCB Comedy lead the way with an array of shows that'll fill all your comedy needs. It's ComedyVoices.com, powered by digital media. Coming to you from the top of the Stand Up New York Comedy Club, this is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by ComedyVoices.com. Find your voice. We know nothing, 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 so give us a call, we'll give it our all, cause if there's one thing we know, we gotta pick up the phone, we know nothing, but we'll try. Hi, and welcome to We Know Nothing. I'm Anya Marina, and we're joined by the, I don't even know how to describe this level of style. Um, the sartorially blessed Ugh. Phil Hanley <laughs> and uh, the adorable and wild card esque Sam Morell. I Pretty need a wild. lot of help. Thank God for cold medicine. And we're joined today by uh, by uh, I didn't mean to gloss over you, Sam. I'm sorry. I, I, I got adorable. I'm, I feel okay. Good. I feel loved. I feel like after last sarcastic. last podcast, I do not want to cross you because yeah. we had such a big argument. And the way yeah. you treat women. But um, I feel good. I feel good. And uh, we have a guest who is, I I mean, first and foremost, uh, she was one of my roommates. I have to say. Yeah. Oh really? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, we roomed together for. It was only like three days, right? Was well, it? yeah, or longer. Basically, it's like eleven nights. Miss Christine Nangle, everybody, also known as. Is it Nanglish? Oh, yeah, at Nanglish on Twitter, yes. At Nanglish on Twitter. uh, You write for Inside Amy Schumer currently. You have worked on SNL. Mm -hmm. You've worked on, give us a quick little res. And uh, I also wrote for Kroll Show. Oh, wow, cool. That's a a resume. Really fun. I just saw a picture of him the other day. He looks was like a different guy. He looks all tan and like fit and lean or something. I was like, is that Nick Kroll? Not that he. Yeah, he kind of looks a little, I, I wouldn't say skinny, but like. Like Aziz-ish, a little. Like so, like slim. Indian? India. <laughs> Pakistani. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, Christina's here. You're hilarious on Twitter. I love Thank your you. work. Loved rooming with you. You were super fun. Yes, so were you. It was because I was coming here for Amy Schumer, because we work out here in New York, and I didn't have a place to stay until November. Yeah. And Nikki Glazer is in LA, so I took her spot. Yeah, and in her how room. We met, in how her did room. you sleep? How was the heat? How was the air conditioning? Did you feel comfortable living with me? Was I weird? Does she ask too many questions? <laughs> <laughs> the bed, as we talked about, is the <laughs> most comfortable bed I think I've ever slept Do in. Do you guys know about Tempur-Pedic mattresses? Yeah, I have one at home. Do you? Pretty good. How do you leave the house? I know, it's uh, like a black I am hole. very depressed, so I get to stay in there all day. <laughs> it's really weird, right? Yeah. I've been sleeping in there right now because I have people in the other it's room. the best. Who's in the other room? 
Um, just some guests are coming for the holidays. Oh, I got okay. it. I got it like a third of the price too, because my mom is a real Jew face. It's so. a fifteen hundred dollar bet or something, right? That's not it's a lot. Of money it's way for less me. than that. <laughs> no, that isn't a lot. I think. Me. I, I think, uh, Christine. I think Amy Schumer's show is. I think it's probably. I think the funniest show on TV. Oh, it's so, so good. Oh, think, awesome! Thank you. And I heard that you wrote the uh, Friday Night Lights one. Yeah. So yeah. That was oh wow, that was so good. Yeah. Was what good was it episode. called? Football Night Lights. Football or something. Town Nights. Yeah. Yeah. So, so clever. So, so in funny. a sketch like that, how much do you actually write? Is it all you? Is it? Mo- oh. No, it's, it feels so uncomfortable to say, I wrote this or okay. I wrote that. Um, but you kind of come in with a pitch, and sometimes it's a, it's a more fully fleshed out pitch. Like, I knew I wanted to do a Friday Night Lights thing about, like, focus on the town that's, like, not, doesn't understand why football players can't rape. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and then, you know, like, we, we all pitch ideas rape. and uh, on that, and then... You know, just just goes through a bunch of iterations. <laughs> the so. best scene is when they're all in the locker room and the coach is like, "Now, here's the deal: there's under no circumstances can you rape." And he's like detailing it right on the chalkboard. And then all the f- dumb football players like, "Wait, so you're saying, <laughs> <laughs> if I have her on a date and she says yes, and then she says no, I still can't rape her?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's that's awesome. That was something I don't know. I wasn't there when they shot it, so I might have just been improvised or something, but. The uh, the one kid said like you mean I have to you know if she says yes and and then whatever and then the coach says like you have to stop and the the player's like no you have to stop <laughs> and his like friends have to hold him back yeah. and I I la- every time I've seen it I it's laugh so, so hard at that that's like uh, it's also I fucking hate the NFL right now too like there's some I used to be a football fan I'm I'm a, I'm like not a fan anymore I feel like. Roger Goodell has been so irresponsible as a commissioner. He's, it seems like a shitty human being. Yeah. Like, not just the domestic violence, but like just the concussions that these players. Like, it's like it's like one of the things where it's like it's clearly a problem and we just do nothing about it and we just kind of accept it. And it's like, it's just a weird time. Don't you think it's more the forefront now, though, than it ever was? Like, it wasn't even an idea before. Do I think it's did... been, I think it's just one of the things, though, that people like football enough that nothing's ever going to be done about it. Oh, okay. I think it's like people, it's like the gun thing. It's yeah. like people are like, we like our guns. It changes so it sucks the way it's, you know. I watch football, though, because you see those hits and then you're like, oh, shit, that dude's going to be like messed up. Like, you, it, you feel it more now. Whereas before, I don't know, to me, it, personally, I'm like more aware of it. It does, it has kind of tainted the, watching football. I think it's more at the forefront, but I think the players are more disposable than they've ever been. Because I think like back in the day, these like running backs would have a shelf life and they'd have like, You'd know him for like five or six years. Now it's like a new running back for the team every year. Yeah. The the you hear more and more about the illnesses and people are just like dropping dead. You know? So Because of head injuries. Head injuries, blackouts. Like they, they liken like what uh there was an article likening what like offensive tackles who constantly have to like bash heads against and they're just like, That's like the worst thing possible for your brain. There's nothing worse yeah, yeah. around. So what are the solutions? Just start keep writing funny football. sketches about it. That's <laughs> yeah. all you can so, do, right? So when you so you went in, how fleshed out was it when you would take like not just that sketch, but a sketch in general? Would you would you have like the beginning, middle, and end written, or would you just be like, this is just an idea? It varied for basically everything. Um, the the good thing about the inside Amy Schumer room is that you can come in with like a, a extremely like half quarter of an idea and just uh-huh. say, is there something about this I've noticed that? Uh, now I'm not going to have any examples, but. Um, you know, maybe if it was like I've noticed that uh, football, you know, football players get away with rape. Like, what can we do about that? And oh, then, okay. like, then we could kind of talk about it. Yeah. Um, but generally speaking, we come in with at least uh, uh, an idea that kind of takes us to halfway through the sketch. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah. it's like all the writers sitting around a table, and you're like, "What do you think about this?" And people kind of chime in like that. Yeah. Kind of. Yes. What about like a detail, like say, like the how our wine glass kept getting bigger and bigger? Yeah. Would that <laughs> oh, be so decided good. before they were shooting, or would yeah, that... that was decided before we were shooting. It was kind of like with that example, it was kind of like, well, Amy, what role does Amy play in the right. in this sketch about? like all these football players uh-huh. and uh i can't remember how that came up but that came up when we were it was around so, on like it. such a funny visual yeah to see the gla- glass keep getting bigger and bigger mm-hmm. i just started detail. watching friday night lights I, I haven't even finished the first episode yet but um i was struck by how good she is at nailing that character like when she walks out of the room and does the little dance of their arms <laughs> overhead or whatever she says it's yeah. like that's that's a perfect little like capturing of the mannerisms and stuff. Were and you, I think that that sketch is just a great showcase for Amy as an actress. Like, yeah. She's yeah. such a great actress. Yeah. Yeah. So you on board too when they did the uh, 12 Angry Men thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the same season last what, season. What was, uh, well, I mean, what was that experience like to make something like that? It was so funny. Yeah. So funny. It was, well, it was Amy's idea. I, Amy had it as an idea for a sketch and then decided that like, oh, fuck it. Why don't we? do this and then she wrote a version of it and then we kind of pitched around on it and it was it was definitely we knew it was a risk and mm-hmm. I, even at one point kind of almost a, as if we were on a jury went around and we're like should we do this yeah. <laughs> really what yeah. what was the what why not the reason would just be like would it stop being funny would it wear out its right. welcome and become predictable oh, okay and then um when we decided like yeah, let's do it, but like fully commit to it and get great character actors. Yeah, that's what it was. Like the it was obviously really well written, but then the cast was so good. Like DePaulo was, was so great. So funny. Uh, all yeah. the acting was so I good. Like Paul Giamatti and John Hawks. Yeah. So you're like, well, I, I know all these. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, and she. I think like and Amy. I remember her saying something like, "I don't want people who are going to try to be funny. I want people who are going to really yeah. commit yes. to the seriousness." Yeah, of and it. that's what made it so funny. Yeah, that's what made it so great. How yeah. different is it? Sorry, go ahead, Sam. I was just curious because, I mean, I'm, we're talking about these sketches that are like all making kind of provocative social points, you know? And it's like, is there ever a fear when you pitch that? You're like, is this going to be funny enough? I mean, that must be a constant fear because you're like, we don't, you don't, any comedy, I'm sure Amy is so conscious of not coming off as preachy also, right? Yeah. So, so that, I mean, that's a very difficult line to walk. Yeah, that is something that like you, there's a million things on on the, you know, cutting room floor so to speak that we didn't that we abandoned halfway through sketches or or whatever or even things that probably would be one of the funnier things on other shows right. um but we were like no this is this isn't the line that we we want to walk how, how far do you let it get before you would say like no like is it would you have a sketch that's entirely written and then you're like now nah, this isn't gonna work yeah we have a lot of things that we write that we don't end up that we write and go through the rewrite process and go to the network and everything and that never end up getting shot okay mostly because we don't have enough space for it mm. and um but and then a couple times we've shot sketches that just didn't work so we didn't want to put up something that wasn't good okay um so we, yeah with a lot of our sketches are do you have some sort of commentary behind them some of them are just just silly, silly, which is also really fun. But but like I bet, does it catch the room's attention more if it's provocative? Is it more excitement going on? Or yeah, no? I think so. Well, if we can make it funny, and that we have like really belabored some ideas, like coming back, like, well, what about this? Like, how can we approach this? And there have been a few sketches. Actually, one we just the other day where it was it's a funny idea, and it probably would like really play at like UCB or something at midnight, but. Um, we we're just like this feels condescending this is like it's got funny jokes but it's it's kind of making fun of poor people and we're that's not the the app that's the actually the opposite of what we're trying to do but yeah. we're not nailing it 
tonally. <laughs> so we kind of gave up on it. Have you done lots of live sketch stuff? Myself? Yeah. I, I started out at UCB okay. as a writer and performer. So I've done a ton of good and bad sketches. And and I used to live in Pittsburgh where I did it there too. Okay, because I don't you Sammy is a don't you feel now after doing stand up for so long there are certain you can you have that ability to be like yeah this is funny but it's just not going to hit with an audience. Yeah, well, I, I talk about this a lot. Like when you start, you just want the joke to be funny, and now you're like, well, I kind of want it to mean something a little yeah. more. Yeah. Like it's not like I it's if it's something's just funny, I'll still say it. But like the goal is for it to be a little more meaningful to you. Yeah. But I'm I'm kind of fascinated with Amy right now because. She's beyond a comic at this point. Like she's kind of this megastar now. And when she started the show, she was a comic and it's all about being funny. And this year she's had a lot of pressure on her with like that she was forced to apologize for that joke that the guy didn't even see her fucking act, you mm-hmm. know? And she has to What like, was the joke? I think it was the wasn't it the Hispanic joke? Yeah. I used something like I used to date Hispanic guys, but now I prefer consensual. <laughs> oh yeah. But I think I think the joke holds up to be honest. But uh <laughs> uh yeah, so it's like that. There's like it's almost like did there's she a apologize? responsibility. Was that did she have to apologize? Uh, well, first I, I I'm not 100 percent sure how it all rolled out, but I know that she kind of made a statement that was like I'm not racist. I'm I, I'm so, like kind of defending herself in that way. Yeah. But then she did say something else, maybe on Twitter, that was just more like I'm I'm sorry, I don't mean to offend anyone. Oh, okay, like, okay. You know, kind which of, like it's like a responsibility of more just a comic now. She's like this mega star, so it's like that. So I'm curious, like. Tonally, if that changes how she thinks about writing the show, and that's, yeah. I'm, I'm just kind of fascinated by that too. You yeah, know? the uh, the good thing is that the more success we've gotten, the the less fucks we give about like right. the you know what the network thinks or what you know the critics think, and we just are trying to stay more true to what we want to do, which is how like season three exploded was like the first day of season three. Um, I, I didn't write on the first season, just the second season and last season and now and uh like the first day she was like i don't give a fuck let's do what we want (laughs) and then we did and it it really worked but now i'm so terrified because the bar that we set and it's you know it was it's a good show and we we did a good job but like the response to it is what like we can't control and we can i can't imagine ever being able to like live up to yeah those two sketches were just so big i mean just just the whole season was great i know but particularly Just like when you just analyze two sketches, you're like, holy shit, that was everything the same season viral. that was so big. Yeah, and that's, yeah, everything. That was like, an, uh, yeah, something about like Kroll Show, which is a bummer, is that our sc- stuff couldn't go viral because it, it wasn't one-off sketches. It was like right. all parts of a larger. I love that show yeah. too. Were you, well, who, do you remember that hostel, youth hostel? Yeah. Sketch, that was one the of my European favorites. European guy. That was so funny I liked, to me. I liked the, the plastic surgeon he played. Oh, yeah. Dr. Like, Armand. <laughs> Dr. Armand, that was yeah, my favorite was really sketch. Funny, oh, my yeah. God. He was a, a pet plastic surgeon. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was Los Angeles oh, yeah. premiere. Jenny, oh, that Jenny was so Slate's good. one of my all-time favorites. Oh, yeah, she was oh, so funny. Oh, my God. What was Those there? are like Liz great shows Liz? to write for. That's like, yeah. that's like the top. I've been really lucky. Those yeah. are like the top sketch shows since Chappelle show probably, right? And that's like set yeah. the bar kind of yeah. at Comedy Central. And you're writing for like the two best ones. That's crazy. It's so cool. Thank you. Yeah, I would have loved to have taken a crack at Key and Peele, but they're, yes. they're done. <laughs> they're done? Yeah. Um, yeah. I really, I really they're like love that gonna show. They're like going to be like, they were on Fargo and stuff. They're like doing cool stuff. They're, yeah. You know, but... Um, but I don't think together anymore. I know they're doing two movies that are stemming from the show. Um, but I think they're taking, they're kind of like doing their own thing now. 
That's crazy to me how much content they generate. I mean, I ju- you know, I got on that bandwagon really late, the Key and Peel. I've only seen a couple sketches, and it's just like, it makes me wonder, how do you get such high-level production and so many different sketches in one show? It's crazy to me. Like, so many great ideas executed so well in such a short season. They're also, like, great comedic actors, though. You know, they're like, I mean, they those guys, like, came from, like, Mad TV. And, like, mm-hmm. I never really liked Mad TV, but so the talent on it was at, always high, I thought. You know, I just didn't love the execution always, but they, yeah. were, they were always good actors on it. And Absolutely. Stuff. Yeah, those guys, it's something that I've seen, you know, I saw with Nick Kroll and with Amy, like, just the amount that's demanded of them in one day of shooting. Yeah. And sometimes they're playing multiple characters. And for Nick, he was, it's, a lot of his stuff was, like, so... Um, makeup and, and hair heavy and, and everything. Mm-hmm. Just the so they're every scene they're the center of it, and they have to have everything memorized, play everything differently, and that's like a twelve hour day, and they have to do it. Wake up super early the next morning and do yeah. it again. I think yeah. I'm just so amazed, and I'm sure same with Key and Peele. Like I, I think that people don't really understand how much labor it is to to do that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how Amy Schumer sleeps ever. I mean, like new hour stand up. Yeah, a book, plus she's producing a movie. Stand-up. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, I don't, and then yeah, she's like help. She's producing Rachel's special now too. Yeah. So she's I don't know and when travel she's, travel. I don't know when she sleeps ever. Yeah. How do you like your schedule? Is this about right for you? Oh yeah, this yeah, is pretty great. We because we're on Amy's schedule. Yeah. She's always in the room when we're in the room. Um, we don't work when she's not in town, and so you're just living in New York for a couple more months, and then you go back to LA. And then I go back to LA to see your dog to that see I know my you love. Dog that I love more than anything. Do you perform like? Do you do sketch and stuff like that in New York while you're here? Not really. No, you're probably pooped by the end of the day. I'm just lazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, who are your people that you um, team up with, or do you guys all write together in that in that room, or do you ever like get with Jesse Klein and like get, do a sketch together? Is it all pretty? That doesn't happen very often. Um, we usually will, you know, want you you pitch a bunch of things, and then when they decide what they want you to write that you pitched, we all kind of talk about potential beats and jokes for it and then you you take it and you write it for you know we get like a day off or something out of the office and then we write so actually lots of times it's over the weekend which is annoying but there's like no other complaint i have about the show at all um and then you bring it in and and you do a rewrite or you get notes and you do a rewrite so that's all to say no we don't really work in pairs okay do you want to take some advice questions? Yeah, guys? Let's, do, let's do some okay. questions. Uh, we we have some listener questions. Please email us at we know nothing pod at gmail.com. Uh, okay, here's one. Love the podcast and listen every Friday morning. Anya, you are a goddess. Thank you. Phil and Sam are fucking <laughs> you wrote, you wrote this one, I hilarious. Think. This is this is no. Uh, on to my problem. My boyfriend is a bad dresser. We've been together. Oh, man, I'm going to love this one. Yeah. We've been together a few years, and the relationship's pretty great, but I really hate his clothes. He wears athletic shoes with everything. Sounds like uh, someone we know. Uh-huh. Uh, except for when he wears athletic slip-on sandals with socks. Ugh, all, all of right. his jeans are too big, and he's always wearing a dumb graphic T-shirt or hoodie. Ooh. Uh, do I do I try to address this with him? If yes, how? 
He does have a few decent things. I always compliment him excessively when he wears his nicer items. I don't want to hurt his feelings or make him feel stupid. I love him and obviously would never break up with him over his clothing, but it does bother me. I brought it up once right before uh, he met my parents and politely asked him to wear the jeans that actually fit him. He did not take this request well, and it led to an argument. I've offered to buy him clothes and shoes for his birthdays and tried to softly encourage him to pick out more stylish things, but to no avail. I'm not asking for anything crazy, just pants that fit, shoes that aren't made for basketball, and something other than a graphic T-shirt. That is the worst. Thoughts? What is, being, a, what is a graphic T-shirt exactly? It's like, uh, you know, like a terrible font or like a lame uh, design, right? Christine? Yeah, it's just like, a t-shirt that has something on it. Yeah, like uh, free swag stuff, uh, yeah. possibly. Am I being shallow for wanting <laughs> him to dress better? Should I let it go and accept that my future husband will all, uh, always dress like a high school boy from the Midwest? For reference, we're both 30 and live in the mes- Midwest. Thanks, guys. Kara. Well, Phil, you're the former model here. No. Uh, he really is. Oh, nice. Uh, no, I would I would say, uh, y- yeah, I mean, if so- I think if you're in a relationship and something actually bothers you, then shouldn't you talk to the person about it? He's... It's not like he he's probably not like passionate about his sa- sports sandals, right? Like he'd probably be open to. Mind you, I guess she said that he got upset. You yeah. can say it without he insulting wears them him every day. How do you do that? Uh, Listen. What if yeah. like it turns out that he actually plays for the Bulls? Or, <laughs> <laughs> like, or Derek, a good, my boyfriend Derek Rose. There's yeah. a good not what he's doing. <laughs> this girl's clueless. No, why? Yeah, why didn't she just? She should just be nice. I mean, if it really bothers her, I could see why she would want him to look nice, right? I really relate to this because I am kind of a snob. It, you wouldn't know it, it's but I wear big. the same thing. I wear the same four outfits, but. Uh, really? Yeah, I really do. I mean, have you ever seen me in anything other than I don't, the four you know, things I don't notice clothes that much, to be honest, on women. I, I'm, you know, I like to make eye contact. I respect them. <laughs> and um, I don't know. I, no, <gasps> I, I really don't notice clothes, I'm though, really honestly. accepting of a lot of clothing. I am. But it's there are certain items that actually, they, like, hurt my feelings. Uh-huh. <laughs> the last person that I dated. What? I really liked him, but I, I had to talk to him because he wore those jeans with the... Um, Crazy pockets. Yeah, yeah, those are. Yeah, I those couldn't are. Couldn't do it. Yeah, and those, I carpenter really, jeans? those are hard. What? Like carpenter? No, jeans? they're like uh, true religion type things. They have like the the like the little flap and then the button and then like kind of like bedazzled pockets. Sometimes oh, and embroidery. <laughs> you know what I mean? You've seen oh, yeah. them, right? Oh yeah, yeah. like yeah. a single mom. And they also they they're made to look like they don't fit. Gotcha. And like um, anything like blown out. That what is that called? Blowout or like. It's not tie dye, but it looks like airbrush. Yeah. Like, oh, it's like weathered. It's like yeah. fake weathered. It's like stonewashed. From yeah, it looks yeah. acid washed. Yeah, but it's that, and then like. Did you meet really... your boyfriend at a corn concert? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Be honest. No, I mean I did feel you, badly about. You that just dated him for the nookie, though, right? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> but I did. I talked to a couple people. Actually, I talked to um, some comedian friends about it, and. Um, one of them was like, do not say anything that Why? is so shallow. Really? You have no. To- Actually, I was proud of her for saying that. I was like, you're right. It's, I'll, it's I shallow. Can, I can tell you from the other side because I'm a bad dresser. I don't know if you can tell. You're not. But, uh, no. you're not you have a, a good style. Oh, See, uh, even Phil thinks you're good. What? Well, All you right. got a couple of nice shirts. Yeah, from you. Uh, some Hanley Downs. But I have... Uh, I have uh, Dirty t-shirt going on. Th- <laughs> I had my girlfriend going through my closet recently, and it's really stressed me out. Because I think she wasn't like shitting on my dressing, really, but she was kind of like, 
you kind of only wear the same stuff, you know? And yeah. like, if you have other clothes, and her just going through my space kind of stressed me out a little yeah. bit. So, so I, I see where that where the frustration is coming from. First, yeah, but first off, I think if you're in a relationship and you've been with someone for a year and your top complaint is the way they dress, yeah. first off, recognize the fact that, that you're, you're in a great good. spot. You're yeah, in a yeah great she, spot. I mean, she said that. It sounded yeah. like she said that, right? So I think, but if it really, if he, if clothes are just not his priority, then he shouldn't be offended if they're more of a priority to you. Then you just be really nice and be like, "Well, you could just get jeans." But that he is it. offended. Well, then he's. Uh, well, then she could maybe approach it a different way, or just yeah. flat out say, "You might be hurt by this, but I just want you to know, and I'd be willing to help you do that." But it would mean a lot to me if you just were a little more presentable. Yeah. And sports sandals, there's really not a place. <laughs> right? There's not. And in a man's life. I don't want to see your fucking toenails. Yeah. Like, what I don't want to see. Doing? I've yeah. lived in Southern California for t- 11 years. I mean, that's all you see, though, is guys in flip-flops. It's totally uh, accepted. Not, unless you're in a public pool or showing mm-hmm. at a hostel, it's just not yeah. necessary. I don't want to see that either. Did you, anything. did you say that he wears socks with sandals? Is, or uh, I think you might flip-flops? be right. Oh, okay. That's, that's, the, that's still that's terrible. Oh, God, that's really bad. That's like like classic geek shit though. That's like really old school. Like I like did Urkel. that in high school. Yeah, really. Yeah, really? I remember flow hose and socks. It was awful. But now it's like there's no excuse for that. Flow hose. Do you remember flow hose? No. Oh, no. It was like it was like jellies. I mean, they're made out of that same like rubber. <laughs> yeah, I remember jellies. And but they have like um, two straps like that, like that cross over each other. Those were flow hose. They were awful. I think if it bugs her, she should talk to him. I did it, and I was scared to do it, and half my friend, not great, he broke up with me. (laughs) (laughs) But not over that, right? At least he didn't kill you. No, he didn't kill me. No, he, um, I did it at the wrong time. We were kissing, and he was like, he, we pulled, he pulled back. If you're listening, stop listening to this podcast now. Uh Um, And wearing those jeans. uh, He, (laughs) yeah, and he goes, wow, you look great in that dress. And I was like, thank you. You are so handsome, and you can't wear those jeans ever again. Oh, <laughs> that's not good. That is bad that timing. timing. Yeah, that but just, timing. I, think, I think you got to be careful. I think it's like, because guys. Uh, yeah. He was handsome. Yeah, he was a handsome guy. Yeah. But uh, I think. Too handsome for those jeans. Yeah, you told but him. He loved but, him. Uh, but he I, loved him. I think, like, if you. Sneak a compliment in there; it helps. If you're just like, I mean, you did the handsome, but if you're just like, if you do it in a really gentle way, like, oh, you, you, you know, you, you look good, and you're, and you're a good dresser. I just think maybe you look better in this. Yeah. You never insult a man while he's aroused. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Good I did buy him a T-shirt though, and he wore it. He like wore it the so next. Maybe like that's the jeans? way to do it. The gift. <laughs> Christine looks so jeans? bothered. He, <laughs> no, Anya, he liked those jeans. Uh, yeah. Well, then if you like the jeans, then it's just you guys have different tastes. But, but this- he was totally open to hearing that. I was like, you can't wear those around me. Just be- You can wear them as much as you want anywhere else, just not around me, because it makes me feel really weird. Oh. And uh, But then I sent him pictures of stuff I did like, and I think that's the beginning of the breakup. Because he was like, this is so not my style. And you then had, Nikki. I mean, clearly, with other problems. It's not just, you know, it's like that. No one yeah. breaks up over just clothes. No, we didn't. You know? So he didn't break not. up with you in that moment, which no, I thought you were saying. No, but I think that's when the love was lost. Jeans? Did you guys still have sex after that? Um, that night? No, yeah, like after that uh, that comment? Yeah. Yeah, it didn't end the romantic thing, but I think it was the beginning of like. He did girl fuck you a little didn't. harder, but. I don't think. Well, I think it's like if they're both 30 and. It depends on what his profession is, and if it's inappropriate for that, oh, for that kind of world. And if so, if it's something that's going to kind of hold him back, 
um, in a in a business sense, I think that's a very valid critique. Mm. It also seems like it could be a little bit psychological about not wanting to grow up or not wanting yeah. to. Yeah, uh-huh. some of these man children. I don't know because an interesting thing is like the Midwest. I feel like men and women grow up a lot faster than they do like here in, in LA. Like, I think like the East Coast yeah. guys seem more grown up than West Coast guys. I don't know how it is well, in the Midwest. Ter- well, though. in terms of like New York, for example, like most people I know in their 30s aren't married. And the people yeah. that, like I know in like smaller towns or in the Midwest are, ha- are grandparents by the time yeah. they're in their 30s. Right. Uh, they settle down <laughs> quick, more quickly. <laughs> but, yeah. but also if you have kids and stuff like that, I could see like current fashion being less of a priority, obviously. That's true. Yep. Yeah, it does sound like he's kind of living the high schooler's identity. Although I'm going to go the other way with it too, though. Like there is a part, I think, psychologically that might want to control a little bit too much. And maybe Uh that's who he is. Maybe that's who he is. You know, I mean, maybe he's just, maybe you picked a shitty dresser. Like, like guys, I really don't notice how guys dress unless it's appalling. Like I was in Atlantic City and my friend's sneakers were so fucking ratty and Mm -hmm. beaten up. I was like, dude, you can't go out in public. Those are like going to fall off you. Yeah, I appreciate it when friends do that for me. Yeah, but I mean, these were like, he's also like kind of got other issues, this guy. I mean, he's like a degenerate gambler, former drug addict, like a lot of issues. Uh-huh. So I was like, shoes maybe, at the bottom of the list. Yeah, shoes were kind of on the bottom. <laughs> yeah. I was like, maybe it's a good oh, yeah, starting point drugs. at the same yeah. time, you know. But uh, he won a shitload of money casino. I'm like, you know, it'd be a great thing to spend your money on. Yeah. Maybe some New Balances, something that won't rip apart immediately. And he did. So. Did he? Yeah, yeah. Oh. My uh, first boyfriend, I remember, said he walked in the room once and he was like, "Ooh, I had just gone shopping for these lavender capris. They were awful. And it was like camel toe was happening. It was mm. the ugliest yeah. color. I'm and they were, made of, <laughs> they were made of polyester. This is like 1999. Uh-huh. And uh, I came home and I was like so pumped. It was like the Forever 21 of San Diego. I must have got them for like $9. Yeah. And I was like, check it out. And he was older than me and way more stylish than me. And I remember he was like, oh, babe, never wear those again. <laughs> just like came out of his mouth. the guy you were dating? Yeah. That's just like a gay man comment though. Never yeah. wear he those again. He was just really like into fashion. He mm, was. He's, what he, else? <laughs> and uh, there's a like difference like I feel like if I heard a co- thing like that I would automatically be like he thinks I'm fat he doesn't he's not attracted to me yeah, like, I, mean, yeah, I did I, had I don't know anything about fashion really so it's hard for me to separate that is not fashionable from you look fat yeah <laughs> yeah um but it is fair to you know want I did someone. ask him like what do you mean is it just the the, the, he's like the cult I was like did they look bad on me I thought they looked good he's like they fit you but like they're awful here's here's why yeah lavender polyester uh capris like there's no he sounds it, fierce <laughs> he was so right though but yeah. it did hurt in the moment but i did appreciate it and recently i went to go see a friend in beverly hills and uh i don't know why that's important but i was wearing oh because she has really nice clothes i was wearing my favorite little chinese slippers that i've been slipping around in for years and she goes honey i love you but please Take those off, throw them into the trash. I'm giving you these <coughs> slippers. And she gave me something nice that I never would have bought. But um, mine were horrible. And I appreciated that. She was right. They looked awful. So I think sometimes it helps Yeah. to just give a suggestion. Did, do we have another? Yes. <laughs> what is the fuck is going on with you, Sam? Are you Can dying? Can I have a water? Here, here's water? have a mint tea. Peppermint tea. There have you the go, rest. honey. And change your shirt. Okay, uh, why are there so many? This is from a man. Uh, why are there you so okay, many? Buddy? Uh, yeah, don't talk. Don't talk yet. <coughs> I'm good. Yeah. Come in his throat. Um, why are there so? Why are there so many attractive and successful women who are still single and can't find a good man? 
Christine. Is this about me? Is it the women, the men today, or society as a whole? I meet them in my travels and see them on Tinder and OkCupid. So they're looking, but don't seem to have success. Is this a boy or a girl that's writing it? A guy. I even know some who have given up and adopted kids on their own. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but why? Why are so many successful women single? What a deep It's almost question. like you knew I was going to be on the show. <laughs> I don't know the answer. Uh, I was just looking at an adoption website the other day. <laughs> you, are? Are you, you want yeah. kids, right? Yeah, I do want kids. <laughs> me too. I just realized that three weeks ago. Oh, wow. Because when you That's came big. to live with me, I was like, I don't. Right. I don't want I remember kids. that. I'm so glad I don't have them. <laughs> yeah, because when I came to stay there, we I like came in and like probably like still had my jacket on and we were already oh, talking yeah. about our breakups and like, yeah. <laughs> like I was saying like I want kids or <laughs> yeah, whatever. That was the best. Yeah. It was nice. It was a nice uh, It was good. I was like, session. Oh my god, Nikki's been gone for weeks. I finally have another woman to bond with. <laughs> Uh, I I don't know. There's some there's some I think Gloria's Dynam quote that's like we've become the men we wanted to marry, mm. and I, it's I think that that there's a little bit of an unprecedented unprecedented nature about like <clears throat> trying to figure out like like you know probably back in the day I would have been like oh I, I I'll just marry a comedy writer uh-huh. and then I, <clears throat> I was able to become one and. I, I don't know. I don't know what else I have to figure out because I'm just like, I never thought this would happen. Um, so now you're probably looking for different things in guys. Yeah. Because when we're younger, we are. I did the same thing with musicians. I dated musicians because I wanted to become one. So yeah. subconsciously, I think I was going for that. Yeah, exactly. And then once you become one, you you want something else, right? Yeah. Maybe like yeah. more stability or something. And I think, and you guys would know better than me, but it seems like because women are, beco- like the type of women he's talking about in this question are so self-sufficient and um, and kind of know what they want. Um, I wonder if in the way that masculinity is kind of policed these days, like if uh, that makes, that turns men off because they don't know what they can offer or, you know, they maybe feel like. No, it doesn't turn me yeah. on. I'm turned on by, an amb- by ambition and drive. Oh, like for those sure. Those are qualities yeah. that turn me on. It's, I've dated women who don't have that or aren't passionate about things, and I think that leaks into the relationship for me. So. Really? Yeah, I would yeah. be more attracted to someone if I meet a girl <clears throat> and she has like a job that I think is cool, or even a job, even if to me it's not like something that I would be interested in, <laughs> but if she's really into her job, like <clears throat> if she's, I don't know, a lawyer, anything or any <clears throat> job, a teacher, or whatever, but really into it, <clears throat> then to me that's like a huge plus. Like, yeah. just because I think, oh, this person's cool because there's something that they like and they're pursuing it. Yeah. I can't imagine being intimidated <laughs> by... You need to leave. <laughs> I was uh, I was FaceTiming right, my girlfriend yesterday on a flight, and... Uh, she's a stewardess. <laughs> <laughs> she's a comic, and, like, the fact that she's on the road on, like, a red eye under these, like, difficult conditions, I have something in my throat. I'm so... <clears throat> peppermint tea. But, like, that really turns me on that she's, like, doing this difficult thing with a smile, and, and like, that's strength to me that... I, I can't fucking speak. I, don't I wish you were yeah. crying. It'd be yeah. so much better radio. <laughs> Let's just tell people he is crying. Yeah. He, he so, actually is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to Snapchat him crying. Oh. be so sad if Sam died on the air. Yeah. Great ratings. Yeah. But then I just slid over and took his spot and <laughs> yeah. became the new co-host. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I'm sorry, boo. <laughs> was it, what was the final question? The, oh, the final question is why are these successful great women... Single. Well, what, I think the question. Much. I think it, I don't think it's on Sam and I. I think it should be you guys. Do you are you? Do you think so? You think you're more? I actually think- asked my therapist this once because mm-hmm. she started ten years ago with someone. up with you being single, and I was mm-hmm. like, "What do you mean? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm f- happy. Like, why is that a yeah, detriment?" I'm she was like, a "I little just defensive, but happy." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and she was like, "Well, 
it's not not weird. And I was like, ah, uh, I guess you're right. I do enjoy being single, though. And she's like, right, but what's up with, like, this long stretch of it? Mm-hmm. And she had a point. And um, but then when I got really down on that later, she was like, "Look, you've you've been open to it. I think that what's happening is because you're ambitious, because you have kind of a high bar. Um, you're being choosy. You know, it's not picky. It's that you're really being choosy." And she's right. Like <laughs> I've already gone down that road of like dating somebody charismatic and fun and crazy and maybe um, unfaithful. Well, that. maybe you guys have a higher bar now that you're successful and can achieve these things. Maybe it's not us. Maybe it's that women have a higher uh, expectation and what they look for in a man. You but know? don't you yeah. think that anytime anyone has a fulfilling job, and obviously, or I don't know, obviously, but it sounds like women now have more fulfilling jobs than they did in the past, right? Would yeah, you say so that? we don't. It's true. So maybe you're less likely, you're not as drawn to, if you're fulfilled in other areas of your life, maybe you're not seeking a relationship. I think there's something to that. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I guess. Because I, I do feel really full from my work and my life and my friends. And then I sort of forget. When, yeah. I, when I start dating somebody, I'm like, oh, my God, why have I not been doing this? Like, right. sex is so fun right. and romance is so fun and dating is so fun. Why have I not been doing this? But I forgot. Say if you had a job, you weren't a musician. Say you had a job that you didn't, you just did to pay the bills and, and stuff. Don't you think you'd be more drawn to a relationship? Because you're yeah. like, well, I need some escape from this thing. Totally. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and I guess, like... This is a huge generalization, but there's so many man children out there that I meet that I'm just like, you're not an adult. Like, we are the same age and you're not an adult. Like, I'm not saying that that guy in that last email was that, but probably was. But but, uh, it's it's kind of a weird thing where I'm like, yeah, I have higher standards, but um, I don't think they're that unrealistic. And I don't know if it's a generational thing where I'm just like, you're shit together. Yeah, well, it's, it is. it's weird because, yeah. like, like because of the gender roles have kind of changed a little bit. It's like guys, in some ways, have maybe like gone backwards a little bit and been a little more passive. When I think they need to be doing the opposite, yeah. I think I, women, yeah. like guys, become more passive, but like really fed those, like, oh, women can do that. I'll be like the, the the kid again. When really they should be even more manly. I think even more mannish, if that makes any you sense. You mean more like pursuing them harder? Pursuing harder, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. I agree. It's got. I think it should be a, a good mix of like pursuing harder and but also like okay with the fact that your woman is you know proficient without you um and doesn't rely on you for everything but i and i think it's also on on us on women like a lot of women who've kind of gone out alone for a long time like only rely on ourselves and won't like open up yeah to to you know be receptive to having a partner or someone that's going to be supportive and then, like, in, I don't know, in my case, it's just like, I just don't want to get hurt again. <laughs> like, yeah. I cannot imagine. That's the truth right uh, there. Yeah, so I don't know. But I also never get, well, I'm not on any dating sites or anything, but, like, I never get asked out. No one ever asks Do your friends me out. set you up? No. no. Have you asked? Not no. really. I also never live in the same, like, I'm always, like, Are in you a different in a, city. Do you put yourself in a position to get asked out, though? What do you mean? Like, do you, are you out? Like, do you go out with friends and go to bars and where you're gonna or a party or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Um, you know, I I do and I don't. I feel like I'm getting better at it. Um, but I like my brother is single. He's 33, and he lives in New York, and he goes out to bars, and he always comes home with phone numbers, like every single time, or he'll like just be on a you know I have a date tomorrow with a girl I just met her out and like I've never been out when a guy just like struck up a conversation with me I think you gotta be open to it though like I think don't you think 
you got to be your brother is your brother someone that initiates conversations yeah he's real talkative i probably am like what does this guy want from me get away like yeah. that's probably like the attitude i put mm-hmm. up um we talk about anya's posture sometimes sometimes her posture is so like really yeah really? we talked about like on dates i thought you're, you were kidding no 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 like no 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 like sometimes on mm-hmm. dates you kind of like like there's like a thing where like oh, like the way Have you, you seen me on a date no, you were telling me about oh, it. Oh, what's you my told, posture like? You told me you were very much like this. Like oh, very much like crossing my yeah, arms. Yeah, like yep. it didn't seem like you were interested in like little things like that would like put maybe me off. Right. Like maybe she doesn't like me or something. I don't know. What about this? Like uh <laughs> I like a little bit I like a little bit of twirling the hair. <laughs> I do smiling, that. I do this a lot. Some smiling. This is like a sign Ooh. if you're oh, touching like yourself. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. and this is like Yeah, keep touching. Let's um, <laughs> do something later. Um I'm really trying to do better. No, but, but I mean you brought it up. The people that hit on me, I don't like. Where do it like people when you're... And that very rarely happens, but the yeah. ones that Doesn't do. it happen when you're on the road? Nope, it doesn't, but I was on the road recently, and uh, I had seen somebody that was a person of interest, and my friend was do like... you mean like a criminal? Uh-huh. <laughs> and he alerted me to the fact that I had said nothing romantic in our in our back and forth Jesus, communication. Jesus, what are you supposed to say? Like, chandelier? Well, well he's like, <laughs> he was like, I was saying, like, I'm open to this thing, and it's I'm not getting anywhere. And then he was like, let me see what you're saying to this person. And he was like, oh, you've said absolutely nothing warm this is like a text, or, or romantic. Text, 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 text. So it was kind of interesting to have a male friend be like, and he's married, so mm-hmm. I trust him. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you kind of know what you're First doing. mistake. <laughs> he goes... He goes, you haven't said anything like, it's great to see you. I'd yeah. love to see you. And I was like, I'm not doing that. And he's like, why? Whoa, look at, listen to the fear. Yeah. So I think it that's part fear. of it. And yeah. that's subtle. It's great to see you. That's not exactly putting it up there. <laughs> fear is it so, feels fear so, is so scary. Much of it, it's kind of yeah. like me telling Sam, like, I'm sorry for the podcast mm-hmm. attitude that I had last week. And yeah. Sam just railroading right over that and not, not acknowledging so we the fixed vulnerability. This last time, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, fear is all, I mean, if this girl I'm with right now ends it, I'll be I'll regress into a complete piece of shit again. I'll be terrified. I'll just try to fuck Tinder chicks in the road. I'll be miserable. I mean, like I like like going for it is like it takes so much out of me. Like yeah. being a, being because I'm like when I do it, I'm gonna try to do it right and be a good person. Then when it doesn't work, I'm like I can't do any of this shit. Yeah, what I do I know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's just too painful. I can't exactly. I can't go through it again. It's like. Like the, Phil saw me the last time I had a breakup, and I was like not a human for like six months. I was just like hanging at the cellar with my head down, just like all the time, just fucking <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. miserable. And uh, you were yeah. a human. Oh, you boy. just had a speech impediment from booze, <laughs> and you were. <laughs> um, no, uh, but also if you get out of the habit of uh, approaching people or out of the habit of being open. going on dates, then I think it just it like. It just, it just, the longer you go, the longer you're not proactive in that area, then the longer it goes. And so, it's so much easier to true. stay closed up. Exactly. Exactly. So if you're like, oh, I've been single for years, like, yeah, but like how much, how long, like how much effort did you put in? Like you might've put effort into like the first two weeks and then once you shut down, then mm-hmm. you know what I mean? The last time I dated, it did feel like a really good exercise. Mm-hmm. And like it was good for. Are you talking about the sex? <laughs> no, like it felt good. It That's was the like funniest this way to refer weird. to a relationship. This was a good exercise. Yeah, I know. Thank you for coming by. I know. <laughs> no, it was good and enjoyable, but it was emotionally so. Um, it was hard. It felt like dramatic. Whereas you know, if you're just working and seeing friends and doing a podcast and then playing music, well, it wasn't or the right whatever. guy for you though. He, if, you were unfulfilled. I mean, it's nah, not. Like, it was good. It was. You're right. You're I being guess, defensive now though. You, you well, were I don't unhappy. Hurt anybody's feelings. Well, you're not hurting anyone's feelings. He's not here. 
But uh, I mean, look, it, it wasn't relationships are they either you put too much in, you're too hurt. You just I think it it wasn't satisfying. You. Yeah, he didn't meet you where you need to be met in those ways. You know, I guess my yeah. point is just like I'm still single because I it's not that there is nobody. It's that I just haven't met the person, and that's what I like. I find I get really uh, upset with this thing that happens on first dates a lot when I was doing like Okay Cupid or whatever those things that Nikki made me do like for you know she's like you need to do this get get online and like really do it so I did and I went out on a bunch of dates it was fun but on a lot of them I got the same question so why are you why are you still single like what's wrong with you I can't imagine asking someone that question oh it totally I think happens. people mean it as a compliment but well, kind of, they don't think like through implied, how it's not like, oh, yeah. like yeah. what's wrong with you yeah, I, I, hear it, I hear it as a compliment too but I, I see how you're hearing it now where you're like it's almost like they found you in like the dented can aisle and they're just like <laughs> yeah. The yeah, it's yeah. like something that like an aunt would say to you I just know. I think I'm fine being alone and I know a lot of people that are in relationships I know somebody I was just talking to the other day and she was like I really don't want to be in this i've been in it for like so three years i wish i could get out but frankly i hate being alone and wow, that's, that's i would much sad. rather be yeah. alone jesus yeah yeah and i i feel like just because of the, the my job like i'm always around the same people i know everyone already and or and or uh, I'm meeting comedy writers, and I will never date another comedy writer. Why? Again. Oh, you've done that before. I've done it. Why? Why will never do it again? It's just not worked out. Well. But is it? Is it like you have to see them again through that world, or what is it? That's one of. I That's mean, unappealing to me. Is it because you are so successful? Were they threatened? I think it's well. It's because it is a small world, and you are gonna work with people again. I think that um, professionally, and this is uh, not a large part of it, but like you know, there are s- more and more, but there are. F- of only a percentage wise, not that many female comedy writers. Um, and uh, I think that if, if a guy like doesn't like you or misinterprets something, like he can say whatever he wants about you or, or you can kind of get, you know, people talk. And, yeah. um, and I've seen that happen and uh, I don't want that to happen to me. And it is definitely competition. I don't want, I don't want that at all. And uh, I think it's, it, there's also like this thing where I want someone who sees what I do as magic, yeah, and not like, oh, I see. Okay, so in the first beat, like, what if you did? Like, I don't want someone like, uh, yeah, not even like critiquing me, right. but just like critiquing me is fine. But like, just that someone who's like, oh god, I can't, I can't understand how you do what you do. Yeah, my girlfriend doesn't yeah. laugh at my jokes. She like nods. And she's like, yeah, that works. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah, I but just she laughs at your that. stuff off stage. But I can see that for sure. Yeah, I just I've I've dated comedy guys. That's all I've dated yeah. for many years, and I'm just kind of like, no, maybe maybe that was maybe that was the factor that made it all, all you know, right. bad. It it's is definitely not me. I get. I was thinking today, like, do I need to reassess that quality within myself because I love that. I was. I actually get like, I find myself daydreaming a lot. Like, I hope the next person I date, I can be like. How could how would you fix this bridge? You know, like I want. Oh, you want I, that? I love it. It really turns me on. It gets me excited. I love talking shop with people. But can't you just get that from friends? Like I don't. I guess so, but I really love it in my relationship. There's something about having a muse, and uh, I really I can't change that about myself. Like I'm a super romantic person. Ever since I was a little kid, I've like you know had make believe like daydream. I really daydream a lot, and that's where my songs come from. And there's a healthy aspect to it, and then there's like an unhealthy part where I have to be like, "Whoa, I'm going off into fantasy land. I need to like come back to my center." We all just want an architect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Like in the Nancy Myers, everyone wants an architect. Yeah. 
Who's yeah. that? George Costanza's alias. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but there's like there is a fear of it because I if I I haven't even hooked up with that many comics, but there's a few, and you do a number of spots. David and then, Tell, and then, <laughs> Nick Griffin. <laughs> Nick Griffin was good. Very upsetting, <laughs> but good. Uh, it, no, and then you know you run into them again and again, and then and oh, and then hell. that's and exactly, and then that's like minus feelings. Most of them, most of them, it was just like we were just drunk and we hooked up. Yeah, there's like one or two where there've been, and then you throw in the feelings, you're like that yeah. fucking sucks to see this person. Yeah, yeah. even if you're you feeling nothing up. now. Nah, yeah. Uh, yeah. and then you have to go it. up and tell jokes about them in front of them. It's crit now. <laughs> but now but, you're uh, doing it and it's working. Yeah, it's working, but and if it, it doesn't seems... work, it's going to rip my fucking life apart. Yeah, it'll so. suck. <laughs> it'll be ter- I'm <laughs> aware. Out. I've told her. I'm like, you're going to ruin everything. I mean, it's yeah. just going to yeah. go terrible. When Do you ends. feel over your breakup? Uh, it's day, yeah, uh, day to day, I feel like, and I just try to be patient with myself. How I long guess. has it been now? It's been a while. Have That's you dated been... anybody even like sort of casually since um, then? Yeah, yeah, okay. I've dated a couple guys. But at the end of the day, I was just like, I can't do this to you or me. Like I can't, like I'm not ready, so I'm not gonna drag you down or hurt, you know hurt your feelings or whatever. And yeah. do you think do you th- that was absolutely it? You think that I mean that's like a very mature thing to say. Yeah, like, I do. I think that that was just me. I mean, I think it was fear for myself, but it was also like I just know that I can't. Th- this relationship can't just be about us. Like, there's another person in it right now. You know. Yeah, um, that's a good way of looking at it. So yeah, I think it's like I'm still in this weird place where I'm. St- like I still don't believe it happened. Yeah, <laughs> I wake up like I'm still like I. Some days I'll still wake up and be like, "How the fuck? What the fuck? Were you guys gonna get married and the whole thing?" Uh, I had like a ring picked out and, and wow. everything, but we never we didn't get engaged. You I gotta wonder. I mean, you gotta kind of think about those things, don't you? Like, or maybe I do that. You dodged a bullet in a way. Like my life could be so different in a bad way if we had you have like a Gwyneth Paltrow like sliding doors moment or something yeah yeah, yeah I, I don't know I still don't know that I'm like there Glad. yet but um, yeah yeah I don't know it's all day to day and weird but it, I think it's made me an infinitely better person which I'm grateful for and I got a dog so oh you got a dog oh a a, dog. after the breakup after the breakup oh god yeah he was my therapy dog for what sure what kind of dog uh, he's a pit bull mix. Oh, uh, cool! He's the best. It's he has like, a cool it's like name. PTSD, right? You get it for like the uh, the soldiers too. Yeah, like, say, it's it's crazy. Yeah. It's like therapy. I should have done that. Could have saved me five years of getting. Not in New York City. You don't want it's to get a cat. It's not good for traveling. Yeah, get right, a cat right. here. Cats are easier travels. in the city. I'm allergic to cats. <laughs> I probably would have gotten a cat. Yeah. What's your dog's name again? Or should we not say it on the podcast? No, it's okay. Philby. 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 Yeah. All right. Hey, you guys. We got to wrap up. I hate to. It was so fun having you. This is great. Thank um, you for have, Thank you for coming. <laughs> Please retweet this Nanglish <laughs> because you have like a zillion followers. I, I have uh, not not as many as some people, but yeah, I would. Have you are very funny. Follow her. Follow Christine Nangle. Uh, it is Nanglish, right on mm-hmm. Twitter mm-hmm. and on Instagram. Are you? Public? I'm not. You're I private. had to. I had to quit Instagram and Facebook when the bad times happened. That's what if that's people start smart. asking you out yeah. after this? You're gonna have a barrage. You're gonna get you know asked out. They totally. will. Yeah. yeah, they will. Oh my god! I don't. She's, like, also, she's like a beautiful woman with not funny, who's not smart, confident and she yeah feminist. She's confident. Talented. She's just keeping she's it on yeah. Yeah. No fanboys. Well, she's saying no. They won't. <laughs> no oh, fanboys. Really? Oh, okay. No fanboys. Oh no. Really? Fa- yeah. Hey, if you're a weirdo, so what do they have to be like a hardware salesman? Pick up the Cheetos. <laughs> I don't know what that is. What All right, my deal man, Tim, the tool man, Taylor. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Just, I think guy? that when people, f- no, God, no. I think that when people know what my, the jobs I've worked, then they only ever want to ask me questions about that. And oh, right. Okay. Oh, my God. I ran into a, I ran into a girl I knew from like growing up in a bar last night. I went out with Mike Racine after his like CD thing. 
and she was with the biggest. He looked like a fucking douchey version mm-hmm. of that guy from Twilight, like uh, like Robert Pattinson. No, the other one, <laughs> Taylor oh. Lautner. Taylor. Oh. oh, he looked like but like a really douchey, even douchier, like uh, the worst. And 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 he, she's like, my friend Sam's a comedian, and he was like, he was like, oh yeah, hit me with some improv, and I was like, you're a fucking tool. There's my improv, <laughs> and he was like, and he should have like, hit him with some anything but improv. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, he was like, he was like in shock. He was like, what the hell is his problem? And then and then he was apparently like telling my roommate, like he's like. He's like, he's like, I mean, this guy, like, I told him to, like, do some jokes, and he wouldn't do it. <laughs> and I was like, if you hook up with this guy, don't ever talk to me. I hate yeah. him. Yeah. I wow, him. you just got cold on him. He's just a civilian. He doesn't know. Civilians should know. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. I get plenty Everybody of tunes. I'm, I'm not a musician. Everybody Sell me a policy says, play me a tune. I walk agent. on an airplane. Start singing right go. now. You're not holding your guitar? Come Every on. show I play, some douche lord says, Free bird. People still think that's <laughs> oh. what, you laugh. I like laughed someone, at how douchey it was. Not that it's funny. <laughs> okay. When really? someone says, pay, "Tell me a joke or be funny," um, my friend Neil Casey taught me this: just say, "Pay me." Just yeah, just by saying, "Pay me,", pay me. And then ten dollars. Yeah, one joke. Give me ten dollars. I'm in the union. At least. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, that. Whatever. I mean, this is you know. Wrap up time. Anyway. So what you're saying is that guy was single then? Yeah. What I'm saying is that oh, okay. guy. Well, if he's pretty... listening, <laughs> if you're gonna go out go- and meet people in the clubs, Christine, you're gonna meet like comedy guys though. They're gonna they're gonna be hanging out at the cellar and like, what's your name? What do you? What's your story? You have to be open to them. Yeah. Oh, well, I, don't, your... I don't go to comedy clubs. <laughs> Where do you go out to drink? Uh, bars. I'm not. I'm not a comic. Anya, she's not you. I'm not, <laughs> that's true. I know. Wow. Like, so when you go to the cellar <laughs> yeah. every Tuesday, like, yeah, I don't go to the cellar. I haven't cellar. been there in a doing? really long time. Um, you want to go get hummus at the cellar? I'll introduce you. What? To some what's like your ideal guy like? Like physically, like job, he's like not in comedy. Oh uh, God, he's. I don't know. I, I. I guess I've dated tall guys. I like tall guys. Six two. Trainer and a half. A trainer? You're gonna end up with like a like a dog trainer in Santa Monica who you meet on the boardwalk oh while you're gosh, walking your dog. I'm so wet right now. <laughs> See, I knew, it, I knew it. Or some guy on Runyon Canyon that's like, oh my god, is that a pit bull? Remember, mix? remember the yeah. guy Justin Silver who used to do stand up in the city? He's like, he's got like the dog. He had the dog show on CBS, and it yeah. would look so funny. He'd like stop dogs and he'd be like, ooh, ooh. he's like, yeah, boy, yeah, you okay? Ooh, ooh. And he would like really try to talk and just be like, oh Jesus, no. So hopefully that guy doesn't call yeah. you. But, so you're yeah. saying you could date a guy that's not. Not funny? No, God no. See, I mean, this is a that, okay. I will say that has been a struggle because the the guys I've dated can like keep up with me, and I, I like that. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, I definitely want him to be funny. I just don't want him to be like trying to make a career out of it. But that there's makes lots sense. of all of my friends that I grew up with are hilarious, and they're not comics. Okay, you're right. All right. Well, when you come back to visit us, we want an update. Follow Nanglish on Twitter. She doesn't have an Instagram. You can't hit her up on Twitter, <laughs> but you can um see. Would you? Are you? Anything to plug besides? Uh, I just I do the Race Wars podcast on Wednesdays. Oh great! Uh, oh, do you do it no. every week? I've been doing it every week. Oh yeah. cool! I didn't know that. Have you heard Philly Girl on there? She's uh, I've never met her, but she is a, a riot. I she's hear. very funny. I've heard that she's great. <laughs> Sam Morell has a new album out called Class Act. Yeah, ironically. Central on comedy or comedy special on Comedy Central. Yeah, awesome. Some yeah. tour dates. Well, what do you have in the new when year? When does come out? Oh, Around. Laughs Inc. in Toledo. Toledo's a dreadful place, so please come out and support. I've been there many times. I don't like it. When is that? Eighth uh, and ninth. Then uh, Riot LA thing that Phil's doing too. That's like the end of January. Then uh, uh, St. Louis Funny Bone the week after that, first week of Feb. Uh, and then like uh, Winnipeg, Rumors, Dayton, uh, Zanies, all the in Chicago all coming up. So just 
come to those, please. And follow <laughs> Sam Morell on Twitter and WKN Podcast on Twitter as well. And we have a Facebook page. We keep forgetting. So like us, follow us, and subscribe and rate. Phil Hanley, dates. Uh, I am. Uh, I have more dates on my website, but just offhand, I'm uh, recording an album. Uh, oh, I'm doing the New Year's Eve uh, at the Comedy Nest in Montreal, and then I'm recording an album uh, February 4th till 6th at the Comedy Mix in uh, Vancouver. And I'm doing the Come, what is it? No, Come and Take It Comedy Fest in Houston, Texas on February 20th. I just like Sam reading these. <laughs> uh, and uh, what else? Oh, and I'm doing that. What's it called? Uh, Funny Riot Fest. Riot, Riot Fest. Riot Fest I'll in LA. Funny Riot. In, uh, it's the end of January, and I'm doing yeah, it with, yeah. uh, with Sam. We'll be there together. Yeah, together, buddy. And Maybe you can, can come. Split, you want to split a hotel room? Yeah, we'll probably get our own rooms. Yeah, get our own. Yeah. <laughs> you can see me on tour February 3rd, I think, through uh, 12th. I'll be doing a West Coast tour from Seattle all the way to San Diego. AnyaMarina.com for those tour dates. Follow Phil M. Hanley on Instagram. Marie Antoinette. And Hanley. Twitter. Follow me on Instagram, Anya underscore Marina, or Twitter, Anya Marina. We love you guys and we know nothing. Bye. Bye. Bye.